Welcome to Jim Galliano's Building a Better Web Presence podcast. Build something better with less moving parts, less overhead, and less headaches. Hey everyone, this is Jim Galliano. Thanks for joining me for today's podcast episode. Welcome back to all of you who are regular listeners. This is the last podcast episode March of 2023. We're getting ready to put March in the rearview mirror, enter into a new month. If you're new here, this is the podcast where we talk about building a better kind of online business. I think you'll really enjoy it. I started out back in 1998 online, officially with my business. I was online before that, but I've had a long time to experiment with many different business models, many different approaches to online business. I launched my digital agency back in 98, and I focused on things like website development, web hosting services, email marketing, media publicity, things like that. And the agency business is one of those businesses. It's one of the more stressful business models, let me just put it that way, out there. And over the years, I've also experimented with ebook publishing, both before and during the Kindle era. I've consulted, created membership sites, coached. It's amazing what you can fit into over two and a half decades. And it's also amazing how many blunders you can make in that same amount of time. What did I learn over the past decades? Well, those are the things that I share on this podcast. I think one of the hardest lessons was to keep things simple. I've learned also that an increasing number of people gravitate towards personal brands when given the option of working with a recognizable individual or a faceless company. Building your personal brand will position you where you can take advantage of opportunities you'd probably never see had you focused exclusively on building a company brand. All that said, you really have to do what's right for you at the end of the day. And along the road, no matter what you choose to do, you're bound to face some challenges challenging times, challenging people, challenging projects. And I encourage you to pick a few of those challenges and face them head on rather than practice avoidance. Avoidance is fine, I guess, in certain situations, especially when you're old and gray and you've already fought your life battles. But until that time, certain challenges will bring out the very best in you. And they may bring out things, they may bring things to the surface, good things that will surprise you, things that you didn't even realize that you had, and that will take you to another level where you'll have a confidence that's won through hard-fought experience. I look at it like this. If you give it your best, could be you working with a client, you working on a project, and it fails, or the client decides to part ways with you, you have nothing to be ashamed of if you've given it your best. And that's how you grow in life, by facing challenges. However, on the other side, on the flip side, if you're continuously stressed out and you just can't adjust and you're feeling like this day after day, there are many other options out there when it comes to generating online income. All right, today's episode is sponsored by two of my own personal marketing resources. The first is the Digital Strategies Newsletter and the other is known as the one-to-many system. Now, the Digital Strategist Newsletter, that's my monthly newsletter, which is released at the end of every month. Matter of fact, the March issue came out several days back. I usually release it on the 23rd or the 24th, 
It's absolutely free and it's designed to give you some insights that can help you think through what you're doing with your own marketing strategies and how you're using the options that you have possibly available to you. My goal there is to give you something to think about each and every month. So if you're not aware of that or you haven't signed up for that, that's available at jimsnewsletter.com. That's jimsnewsletter.com. You can sign up there. Back issues are also available in the archive. And also, if you're struggling to build a complete marketing and sales system, I know for years I had a partially built marketing system. I had a partially built sales system. And so every time, every month, I found that some months I did things better than others, but I didn't have any type of system that I could refer back to because I was just being pulled in so many different directions. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that. And that's where the one-to-many system comes in. This is a program that's designed to remove all of the guesswork and confusion from this entire process. So you can build a successful website and have a successful marketing strategy integrated with that website. And once you learn how that framework is put together, once you recognize where the pieces fit, then you have it and you can apply it to any of your future projects as well as your client projects. All of that is available at one-to-many-system.com. So go ahead and check that out if you haven't done so already. Today I'm gonna talk a little bit about how long-form content can benefit you as a solo entrepreneur. How committing to a regular schedule of creating long-form content can help your business. You know, it's true, but every day I become more aware of just how many solo entrepreneurs there are out there. I'm talking about individuals who are essentially one-person shows. And I know some of my friends employ full-time employees, a dozen or more people. And at the end of the day, when I talk to them about this, they too feel like they are a solo entrepreneur because they feel that they do not have employees. Now, there are exceptions, but if they disappeared from their business for, let's say, a year or even six months, when they came back, they wouldn't have a business because a lot of people feel that the people that they employ, they're not really committed to that business. They're looking at it as maybe some side income or stepping stone to something else, but they're not committed to be there for the long haul. And and that's true, I think, with a lot of different, as we experience working just out in the world in general, when you go into a store, do you really feel like the people that are there are committed to being there? Or do they even want to be there? A lot of cases, I'm left with a lot of question marks. But when we look at things like what a solopreneur, solo entrepreneur has to do with their business, they're managing all of the aspects of their business, not the least of which is marketing and promotion. So unfortunately, Many solo entrepreneurs and business owners really struggle with the marketing aspect of their business. And that's why today I wanted to share with you a specific content creation strategy that can help you market your business. Now, this is something that is successfully being used in the wild, as they say, as we speak. So I'm going to share with you the benefits of long form content and how it can help you achieve goals such as being found without having to continually invest in paid advertising, paid advertising on platforms like Facebook or Twitter or or you name it. And not that I'm against advertising, but if you can invest in SEO just a little bit and in content creation just a little bit, 
and recognize the fact that we also have tools available now in 2023 that we didn't even have in 2022, that these goals, which may have seemed a little bit out of reach or completely out of reach, let's put it that way, in the past, that's not so today. The game has changed. So the benefits of long-term, or excuse me, the benefits of long-form content over the long-term, I guess you could say, is that, well, let's take a look. Let me back up for a minute. What exactly is long-form content? My definition is content that's at least 1,000 words in length. Now, some people say that 900 words, other people 850. I mean, there's a lot of just definition, different definitions of what constitutes a long-form content piece. But I look at it as an article of 1,000 words or more. Now, I know that may sound like a lot of words, but believe me, it is worth it to focus on creating this type of content. Why is it worth it? Number one, you get the benefits of search engine optimization. Now, even if you don't know the first thing about search engine optimization, beyond the very basics that you have to talk about something that people are interested in, terms or words are used that people do searches for and around, I realize that SEO is not the most exciting topic. But the truth is, is that Google and other search engines, Bing, Yahoo, they love long-form content. Why? Because it tends to be more in-depth and more informative. By providing more information on a topic, you can use more keywords. You can have more links within an article to other articles that talk about the same thing, but maybe from a different angle or a subject that complements that on your website. And so generally speaking, a long-form piece of content is able to give a more comprehensive answer to a search query And this will in turn lead to higher search rankings and more organic traffic to your website. So it's a win-win no matter how you look at it. I was creating long-form content years ago before I knew the real benefits of it. And so I discovered it in the past, got away from it because of the advent of social media. Now we're talking over a decade ago now, but got away from it for a period of time. I'm getting back into it today. And before, I didn't have all of the tools that were available. I have to tell you, I created some, I don't want to say awful long-form content. I would say awful as far as I'm personally concerned because I had grammatical errors all over the place. I basically caught whatever a spell checker would be able to catch. And sometimes I would read an article four or five times that I had written and still find mistakes. Now today, with the tools that are available, Grammarly, for example, Those days are gone so that I can put something else out there into the wild without having to worry about getting embarrassed by somebody telling me that I spelled something wrong or worded something wrong or left a word out completely. So, okay, we're talking about the benefits of long-form content. Next is more engagement. Because we're talking about longer articles, longer blog posts, that also tends to be more engaging. People spend more time on your site than they will if they're reading just a short form piece. And it allows you to go really in depth on the topic. By providing detailed information and insights, you can hold your audience's attention if it's something that they're interested in because you're providing real value. We're not talking about short form versus long form as opposed to just the number of words on a page, but we're talking about getting into aspects of the topic that you wouldn't be able to get to if you were just highlighting maybe a few basic things. 
And when people find your content valuable, they're more likely to share it. They're more likely to comment on it, to email you about it. So those are the benefits of long form content. Now, when we think about the content we're creating, I'm talking about blog posts, I'm talking about articles. We're not limited to those, but I'm talking about these things right now for a specific reason. Let's keep on going. I'm gonna fill in more blanks as we go. Let me move on to the topic of the different styles of articles or different styles of blog posts. Because you, I think the benefits are fairly obvious and I don't really wanna spend a lot of time on that part. But let's talk about the different styles of articles that you can write. And the nice thing about creating long form content is that it is versatile and it can be presented in many different ways. So let's talk about some of them. Number one is what some people call a listicle. So a listicle is an article that presents information in the form of a list. So for example, we might be talking about the 10 best ways to start a brand new email marketing campaign. Or we could talk about the five, uh, five tips to better time management. Or seven ways to create a better or, or seven keys to better website design or better graphic design. And then we simply go back and we fill in those individual numbers with, you got it, long form content. So we may not just touch on something and say, you know, introduce yourself and tell people who you are in the email marketing example in email number one. We may actually go into detail and provide some examples of how you can introduce yourself if you're starting a new email marketing list. What to say? We could provide several examples. So instead of just touching on it and saying, number one, introduce yourself to your new readers or your new subscribers, we can actually give examples from known people, unknown people, or a combination of both. Next, if you don't want to write a listicle, there's always the fallback. One of my favorites are how-to articles. How-to articles provide step-by-step -step instructions on how to do something. Kind of like what I'm doing here in this podcast episode. It's almost like my default, but we can use plenty of examples in this in this spot, we can talk about how to create Facebook ads, how to start a blog, how to do something with WordPress, and then we just go step by step by step. Some of my friends create really great WordPress tutorials, and they'll teach you how to set something up that's very technical, and that's great. Next, we have a, a comparison style. So for example, we can write an article in which we compare two or more things. So for example, we can compare old marketing versus new marketing. I know that sounds very general, but it's just off the top of my head. Let's think of something more specific. How about Shopify versus WooCommerce? What are the pros and the cons of tw in 2023? Which one is the best fit for you? And then we could dive into that. And we can really just make comparisons point by point by point, which one is better. We can give it a rating in the end, and we can do that with anything. Next, we could write in a more of an analytical style. So an analytical article takes a deep dive, a deep dive look into a topic. It provides analysis. It provides insights. For example, we could write, let's say, an article on the psychology behind consumer behavior or why content marketing is going to be the future of advertising. And then we can analyze these topics in depth. We could tell a personal story. 
For example, if we were talking about the why content marketing is the future of advertising, my last example, from an analytical point, I could tell a personal story around it and how I got started with content marketing really seriously back around, well, for my as far as WordPress goes, back in 2008, 2009, I launched several websites, WordPress-based, and I had national publicity, international publicity from these sites because not only was I doing analytical type content, but I had a personal story that I could weave in and out of that analysis. And so it made the content that I was creating very unique at the time. So we could tell a personal story. We can talk about how you successfully started your business, how you successfully launched an online store, what your experiences were or your journey in becoming a successful freelance writer. We can do all of that. We can mix a little bit of how-to in there also. Or we can do a comparison. Maybe your article or maybe your journey started out and you're writing about this in your article in one area, but it led you to another area. Okay, next are reviews. A review is an article that provides an in-depth evaluation of a product, a service, or experience. You can create videos around this. I'm going to talk about videos in just a little bit, but we can give examples of the latest model of something, the latest plugin, your experience with a certain web hosting company. That's another style of long-form content that you can really do a deep dive with. Next is an interview. An interview article features an interview with an expert or an influencer, I guess you could say, in your industry. You can interview other successful entrepreneurs. You can talk about expert tips on social media marketing, and you're interviewing somebody who maybe manages dozens and dozens, or maybe even hundreds of social media accounts. Uh, case studies also make for great long-form content-based articles. Case study provides an in-depth analysis of a specific project or experience. So, for example, how we increased our website traffic by 300% or case study of a very successful email marketing campaign or launching a brand new successful internet marketing campaign around a new brand. We could write about another type, another style would be a trend analysis. So a trend analysis, you've seen those around for years. They analyze what's happening in the industry. A lot of times people talk about that at the end of the year and at the beginning of a new year. You can talk about things like, for example, let's say top e-commerce trends to watch out for in 2023. A lot of times they're common sense. They're just an extension over what was happening in the previous year and Sometimes things are growing, other times things are dying, more or less they're common sense. But every once in a while, somebody will really go out on a limb and they'll say they believe something is going to happen, which you don't hear a lot of other people saying. When you do something like that, I think that if you're wrong, most of the time, people won't talk about it. They won't even remember. If you're right, you can go back and point to the fact that, hey, I said this way back when. Uh, next is a news article. A news article reports on very recent news or events related to your industry. So, for example, you can explain maybe the latest Google algorithm update or a new study shows the importance of optimizing for mobile. Those are examples of things that we've seen for a while. Next are opinion pieces. I don't really have to say much about those. Uh, also, we have roundups. That would be a good one to sum up the different styles with. A roundup would be an article that features 
a collection of information or resources related to a specific topic. So for example, we could talk about the ultimate guide to email marketing tools, or we could talk about the top 10 a business podcast you need to listen to if you run this kind of business. And these are examples of the many different styles of articles that you can write. And remember, the key is to choose a style that fits your audience and provides value to them. So go ahead and pick out a style. Now, if you're just getting started and you're not familiar with word counts, let me just add one more thing here quickly. You can find the word count if you're using Microsoft Word by going to the bar at the top, go under review, and then you'll find word count, which at least on my screen is the third, fourth option from the right, or at the bottom where it shows what page you're on, it will also show a count of words, depending on what version of Word that you're using. If you're using Google Docs, it's not difficult. You just go under Tools, and then you can have your word count there. And let me just open this up quickly and take a quick peek at this. If you click on Word Count under Tools using Google Docs, which is free, then there is a box that you can check where it says display word count while typing. So there's two ways that you can access it. You can check the box and see it as you go, or you can just get a general word count by going under tools and word count when you're ready to take a look and see how far along you are. Okay, let's move on. Once you have the long form content, you can repurpose it for video and audio. Now, even with AI, creating long form content does take a little bit of time and effort if you're going to create really good content, but the rewards can be significant. Now you can extend the value of this content by repurposing it into a video or by repurposing it into audio format. So let's walk through this. Now think about it. With a little bit of effort, you can turn one piece of content into multiple forms of media, which can help you build your audience even faster. So here are just some examples of how you can repurpose long form content. You can create a video series. You can break down your content into maybe shorter, more digestible videos, or you could read it right through and use it for a script to create a video for YouTube or Facebook or any other video platform. Each video can focus on a specific topic, or you can just go right ahead and create a long form video using your long form content. Actually, when I think about it, a 2000 word article, or let's bring it down to a thousand word article. A thousand word article probably won't take you that long to read through. And so you can have a decent sized video in which you can get to the point because I'm not sure that, and again, it depends on your audience. You're going to want to be creating 30 minute videos or hour long videos, unless of course, that's the kind of content that your audience prefers and you're creating content that caters to their specific likes. So you can turn content into a script. You can use that script again for a video. You can record audio books. You can repurpose the content for a podcast episode. You could use it for a webinar. You can use little snippets of it to create graphics and quotes for your social media. And when you think of it, in the past, taking a piece of long-form content and doing all the above with it, that would have required a team of people. But today, with the tools that we have, with the templates that we have, with services like Canva, with all of the AI that's available, there's only going to be more as we move into the weeks and months ahead. One person, one solo entrepreneur can take a single piece of long-form content and reformat that to fit various other platforms. One person can do it consistently, they can do it weekly, and they won't even put themselves in a place where they'll start to burn themselves out. Once they find their own system that they're comfortable with, yes, one person can do all the above. 
Let's move on and talk about the platforms for posting audios and videos. Obviously, right now, YouTube is still number one. They're the world's largest video sharing platform. They have over 2 billion monthly active users. Next, we can look at other platforms such as Vimeo and Wistia. Most people use those platforms for video courses and things of that nature. I've used both of them. I really like Wistia, and I especially use that for more or less one-on-one type client situations where I want to create specific videos for a smaller number of people and they're behind a paywall. Next, we can look at platforms like Rumble and BitChute. Rumble is a Canadian company that was created to more or less compete with YouTube. At least in the early days, what happened was a lot of people that were deplatformed moved over to Rumble. But since that time, Rumble has really expanded and they're growing at a a record-breaking pace from what I can see. Matter of fact, they just opened up their U.S. office about 15 minutes from where I live here in South Florida. So it's kind of interesting to see what they're doing with their platform. BitChute is another one. Now, I've taken clients that have had their videos posted on YouTube. I've also republished them on Rumble and BitChute. And it's amazing that a video that does really well on one of those platforms won't do so well on the other ones. For example, I can have a video that eh, didn't do really so hot on YouTube, talking about clients' videos. Then I put them on Rumble, and the video gets a lot of views in a very short span of time. Likewise, I've seen videos that didn't do that well on YouTube or Rumble, but that did super well on BitChute. SoundCloud is another option. It's also great for sharing audio content. Uh, Anchor, which was part of Spotify in the very beginning, kind of, sort of, but separate, has now become Spotify Podcasts. So I have a client on Spotify, and they do fairly well with their podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts that you know of. So those are really the the 10 audio video platforms that I've used with my clients. And, you know, sometimes you think, how could we ever do a podcast around certain topics that really, they're not the kind of topics that would excite people that would get huge numbers. But what you have to realize is this, there are certain things like, let's say going to the dentist, something that people only think about when there's a problem. Or maybe it would be more accurate to say, it's just not what we would consider an entertaining topic. Or they're trying to fix a a part on their car or something like that, a do-it-yourself or a home appliance. And this isn't, this isn't the kind of information that people find entertaining. These are the types of things that only attract people who are in that buyer's frame of mind or that fix-it state of mind where they're trying to get a result and they're trying to get a result quickly. If you put that kind of content on a lot of these platforms, you're not necessarily going to get huge numbers, but you can get buyers. And that's one of the things that I discovered in testing this out with my own clients is that some of them aren't selling things to a mass market. It's a very specific market. And most of their competitors try out these platforms like a like a BitChute, for example, or a Spotify. And because they don't see big numbers, they abandon those platforms after a few months. But as long as you're creating the long-form content anyway, why not be consistent on all of these platforms or the ones that at least that you choose to get started with? Worst case scenario, it took you maybe a little bit extra time to upload the audio or the video to one more place. Matter of fact, as far as Rumble's concerned, all you have to do is connect your YouTube channel to it and it will automatically pull over all of the videos so you don't have to go through that manual uploading process. 
but there's also many other platforms out there. And so my rule of thumb these days is stay consistent with something weekly, monthly, do it for at least a year. Because again, most of the competitors, if they don't see any type of forward progress within 30, 60, 90 days, they give up and they move on to something else. This is really a type of strategy for people that are serious about building a business that's going to last over the long haul. And believe me, I've been online now for since the late 90s. And so I know what it's like to start something and give up on it because you don't see the results right away. But I also know what it's like to stay with things over time and to get the kind of benefit that you can only get when you stay with something over the long haul. And so I just want to throw that out there. So there's other platforms out there that I don't have time to mention, but you can check into that. And finally, let me wrap this up or start wrapping this up by talking about the benefits of using AI today for your initial content creation, or maybe even for creating some of your graphics or using some templates. The benefits of repurposing long form content on the front end are obvious. You don't have to spend as much time writing, hitting the keys. I enjoy writing, so it's not such a big deal for me, but even myself, I've put certain pieces of content into a chat GPT and say, can you reword this so that it reads smoother? However, I wanna change that particular piece of content. I've done that and chat GPT will do in seconds what it might've taken me 15 minutes to do or 30 minutes to do, or if it was at the end of the day, it would take me another day because I would just walk away from it for the day. You know, in the past, how maybe you would walk away from things because you just were burnt out on them. Well, ChatGPT and other AI systems like it allow you to stay in the game for a little bit longer. There's other popular AI tools out there, including Copy AI, which can generate marketing copy. It can generate product descriptions. And so even if you have a product description that's very specific and you want to mention specific things that you don't believe that any AI is going to know about or barely know enough about to talk about detail, Put it in there, write it in your words, but instead of having to rewrite it three times, put it into one of these AI systems and ask it to rewrite it for you. And if you want, ask it to rewrite it in four or five different versions right from the beginning, pick the one you like the best. So the truth is, if you leverage AI tech, you're a solo entrepreneur, you're a small business owner, this will allow you to do these things, but not have your focus removed from the core activity of running your business. You'll be able to produce high quality content. You'll be able to engage with your audience, but it's not going to take you away from your core competency, your core skill, the thing that really drives your business. And if what drives your business is content creation, well then all the better. You'll be able to drive much faster, much more efficiently than you had in the past. So I really hope that today's podcast episode has maybe given you a little bit of inspiration to take a new look, maybe a fresh approach to your own content creation and marketing strategy. Remember, long-form content can be a powerful tool for marketing your business, and it can be repurposed into content like video content, audio formats to help you reach a wider audience and to create new connections with people you might not otherwise reach unless you invest in paid advertisements. And I don't see too many people talking about the joy of spending money on paid advertisements anymore. If anything, I hear quite the opposite. And also remember, 
Don't be afraid to experiment a little bit. Different styles of writing, different ways of putting that information together. Maybe you're going to have a list of things or an opinion piece or any of the other things I mentioned at the beginning of today's episode. And in the big picture, this is another opportunity for you to once again learn how to have fun with the process. Do you remember a time when you were actually excited about being in business, when you were excited about growing your business because you were learning new things and there was an element of enjoyment there? I believe you can recapture that now. You can recapture that again. And creating content can be an enjoyable experience, not a weight that's on your shoulders, something you have to do week in and week out. With a little bit of creativity and a little bit of effort, you can turn your content into a marketing tool that's going to drive traffic to your site, to your products and services. It'll generate leads for your business. So go ahead, take a step of faith, try it out, get started, and see what kind of results you can achieve. All right, I think that's about all for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you think it will help a friend, please go ahead and share the episode link with them or send them to jimgalliano.com forward slash podcasts. Back episodes can be found there as well. As always, your sharing of this podcast as a whole or a specific episode link really helps me reach people that would otherwise be very difficult to reach. So thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your week, and I'll talk to you later.